to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. If you're a woman who wants hormone balance for a better experience with menstruation, fertility, pregnancy, and menopause, you're going to want to pay really close attention to the information that we're covering on today's Thrive Thursday episode. Hi, and welcome to Thrive Thursday, a weekly show hosted by a medical doctor with a different spin on women's health. I'm Dr. Patricia Mills, and I work with women who want root cause solutions to their health concerns so they can look, feel, and be their best for life. I'm also a published and internationally recognized researcher, and one of my superpowers is taking complex information and breaking it down into easy-to-understand language and actionable strategies for your vibrant health. Today, we're going to be talking about what to use to measure your blood sugar at home for better hormone balance. If you're joining me live through my private Facebook group for women, Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, please feel free to put in your questions and I will answer them for you. That's one of the benefits of joining this amazing special group of women. So thank you for showing up and feel free to put in your hellos in the comments. So let's dive right in. A little recap of last week's show is that one of the very um, specific uh, ways that we have to balance our hormones is through balancing our blood sugar. And uh, conversely, one of the ways we have to unbalance our hormones is to eat uh, a way that uh, creates poor blood sugar balance. So our hormones are designed to be in balance when our blood sugar levels, after we eat something or drink something, the levels of sugar in our blood go up. We want it to go up because you want the, you know, you do, we do get some of our energy from sugar, not all of our energy from sugar, but some of it does come from sugar. And you want that sugar in the blood to go up, not too high, and to stay up for a certain period of time and then to dip down again, but not too low. It's in that range of not too high and not too low in that Goldilocks zone in which we experience hormone balance. As soon as we eat foods or drink things that spike our blood sugar too high too fast, which then causes it to then drop down like a roller coaster too low too fast, it's in that extremes of highs and lows that our hormones become imbalanced. Specifically, our sugar hormone insulin goes out of balance and that has a domino effect on our hormones, our stress hormone cortisol, our um, chill feel-good hormone and pregnancy hormone progesterone, our va-va-voom curvaceous hormone estrogen, and our strong muscle mass good libido hormone testosterone, all of which are very important for women to lead a a very um, enjoyable life through all life stages. So no matter what stage of life you're at, this is very important. And also balancing your blood sugar is not just for pre-diabetics and diabetics. This is for every modern day woman who is unknowingly being exposed to and eating foods that are creating these rapid um, blood sugar spikes and dips. 
Um, part of it is uh, the way that our modern foods are processed with a lot of sneaky hidden sugars that don't actually show themselves to be the kind of sugars that would be problematic when you look at the food labels talking about how many carbohydrates and sugars you have. It's how that food is broken down in your body, in your gut and absorbed into your blood. That's what matters. So you're not going to get that information from a food label. You're going to get that information from actually measuring your blood sugar response because it's part of it is what we're eating. It Part of it is the health of our gut and how our gut is able to break down that food. Okay. And again, the only way to really, really know how your body is responding to your foods in terms of blood sugar balance, which affects our hormone balance, is to measure your blood sugar at home. And I am going to cover that. And I will say one more thing about this is that blood sugar imbalances are being linked as a primary driving cause of things like Alzheimer's, which is three times more common in women. Very important. Also, it is a driving cause of things like dementia, stroke, heart attacks, cancer. So we definitely want to get on top of our blood sugar and make sure that the food that we are choosing to eat every day, the, the drinks that we are choosing to drink every day are actually agreeing with our body and supporting hormone balance versus sabotaging it. So if you're watching this, I can see we have some people who are watching live. Please feel free to put in your name and any comments or questions that you have so far. Thank you for joining me today. So let's go into what are the different options for measuring blood sugar. And essentially, there's two big categories of blood sugar monitoring tools. One category is the one that has been most commonly used up until recently and is still the most commonly used tool which is the finger prick method, where you actually prick your finger with um, a device. And I'm going to show you actually this device. And you measure, and it, it generates a little droplet of blood. And then you, you take, um, uh, and actually, I'll just show it to you right now. If you're listening to this versus catching this live visually, I'm going to try my best to explain this to you. So this is called the finger prick traditional method. And I'm showing the one that I purchased and used initially myself, which is called the One Touch Ultra 2. Personally, I wanted one that was very easy to use, didn't have any really complicated apps like linking to my phone and that kind of thing. I simply wanted one where I would take the finger prick device, which you then load with the little, what's called the Lancet, which is basically a little device here that when you put in ends up having a little needle at the end. So it's a very, very tiny little thin needle. You almost can't, I'm showing it on the video and you almost can't see it, it's so thin. And then what you do is you load up your um, little portable finger pricking device. And next episode, I'm gonna show you exactly how to use this live, which is always fun, pricking your body live or um, getting blood on, t on uh, YouTube lives. Um, and so you, you, you put this on your finger, you prick it, you press this button, you prick it, a drop of blood comes out. And then what you do is you have these special sensor strips and you take the strip, you put it on your blood drop, 
and it goes onto your strip. You put it on your blood drop and then you insert the other end into this machine and that gives you the reading and the reading, okay, it won't do that right now because it's off, but the reading ends up being the level of sugar in your blood. And you can have that level in measurements for Canadian values or um, US values, they are different. So if you're living in the US or living in Canada, and that also changes if you're living in other parts of the world. So you're gonna wanna know for, um, you know, if you're working with a health professional or if you're looking at values online, you're gonna wanna pay attention to the measurements because they differ depending on um, whether you're living in the US, in Canada, and what is being printed online. So you, you get the level, and the thing is, you're, you're going to want to test it at specific times to understand what your blood sugar response is. So ideally, you test this before you eat, and then you eat your food. And when you are um, testing this, like let's say you have diabetes, the recommendation is usually to test for about two hours later. However, if you don't have diabetes and you're testing for hormone balance, what you want to do, ideally, in my experience working with people doing this, is you test it an hour after, two hours after, and three hours after. Now, you're not going to be doing this for life. You're doing this to test your response to certain foods and what your response is to the way that the food is cooked, when you eat it, how you eat it, and what time of day it really matters. So certain foods... If you eat them later in the day, give you higher blood sugar responses, like more opportunity to imbalance your hormones than if you eat it, for example, in the middle of the day or first thing in the morning. So you're a scientist and you're basically conducting an experiment and you're getting a very um, deep insight into your body in terms of what, how is your body reacting in terms of the sugar response to your food? What is your blood sugar response to your food? So for example, if I eat a full banana, my blood sugar spike is very high, too high. It goes outside of the range. Now, the range of healthy hormones is different from the range of like, you know, people who are looking, who are living with diabetes and they're looking for a specific range. We are talking about the range for maintaining healthy hormones in functional medicine, which is root cause medicine, which is what I'm certifying in. There's a range that we want to aim for, for health promotion. So it's not treatment of a disease. You're not using it to treat diabetes. You're using it to promote health through, for example, balancing your hormones. So when you're working with somebody with a health professional or someone like myself in one of my online programs, there is a specific target that we want to hit. We want to stay in a range, not too low, not too high. And then you repeat and you want to know the one hour, two hour, three hours, because there's um, information that you can be had for the first level, how high it spikes and how quickly it goes down. Because when you have hormonal imbalances already starting to play themselves out, for example, not only are you going to get a high spike, but it's going to take longer for that sugar to come back down to the normal, like the, you know, the baseline levels that you want in your blood. So lots of information. Basically, blood sugar testing gives you a lot of information, not only about what is your unique body response to your foods. It also lets you know what is your current state of hormonal balance. Are you heading towards them being very imbalanced? Um, and in some cases, you can even catch yourself in a pre-diabetic state. Or, or diabetes. 
So, uh, which is um, extreme hormone imbalance, like your insulin hormone has been um, triggered so many times, so frequently for so many days, months, and years that now you're in a state that your hormone production is totally dysregulated for things like insulin. And that does affect your estrogen and your testosterone and your progesterone and your cortisol, your stress hormone. Now, some people with this hormone imbalance will go on to experience diabetes. Some people will never get that diagnosis and instead will experience something like Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's is being called type 3 diabetes, diabetes of the brain. And these individuals may or may not have diabetes in the body because type 2 diabetes, which is the one that doctors often screen for, is usually a problem with diabetes in the muscle. So there's a diabetes of the brain, which is Alzheimer's. There's a diabetes of the muscle, which is di uh, type 2 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes is um, you know, a diabetes that happens early onset, usually very closely connected to genetics. And that has to do with like a um, insulin production, the body's ability to sense insulin. So what we're talking about here is not for diabetes or pre-diabetes, but really for hormone balancing to prevent those um, the short-term effects of your hormones being balanced, like low energy during the day, problems with your menstruation, problems with fertility, problems with pregnancy, problems with menopause, problems with your weight, problems with your skin, problems with your gut health. Those are all signs of hormone imbalance, not to mention problems with being able to fall asleep and stay asleep. All very crucial things, right? So uh, you might be thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, I don't want to prick my finger. I don't want to do it even once a day, let alone I don't know how many times a day. Well, um, the other option that you have available to you now, which is amazing and I absolutely love, is called the Continuous Glucose Monitor. And what I have here is the Freestyle Libre 2, which I purchased at Costco. <laughs> which by the way is the very best place right now to buy continuous glucose monitors. Um, and it was, um, I just purchased it last week and now it's January, 2023 and it was 89 Canadian dollars plus tax. I did not need a prescription. This is a very um, recent development because it used to be that you could only buy these babies with a prescription, which you could only get from your doctor and your doctor was probably only going to give it to you if there was a concern with prediabetes or a diagnosis of diabetes. So this is awesome because it's become more widely available. You can also buy them online from um, suppliers. And basically what this is, is it's a device, and I'll just show you the parts again next episode, I'm gonna show you how to actually apply them. And so it's a device that comes with um, uh, a patch that basically it's a little needle. You know that little needle that I showed you for the blood sugar, the finger prick? It's as tiny and thin, like really, really tiny and really, really thin. And you apply it once to the back of your arm, to the back of the upper part of your arm, so in the, in the region of your triceps. And it's a quick application. There's an initial little pinch. You could say it hurts, but it just pinches really. Uh, I've used it before many times. And then on, and then it has a sensor, a sensor, and you put a like a pad on top to protect it. So you can go swimming, you can take showers with it, you can go in the sauna. I have tried that out myself. And what you do is you leave that on for two weeks, and that uh, sensor it detects the level of sugar, not in your blood actually, but in the fluid in your tissues, and it uses a calculation to estimate the levels of sugar in your blood. And then it sends 
that information to an app on your phone and it's continuous. So when you get that information on your phone, basically you see this like chart of like, you know, the blood sugar goes up after you eat a food and then it comes down and then you go to bed, it goes down even more. And then you wake up in the morning, you have your breakfast and it goes up again. And this is beautiful, very easy to visualize um, graph. And it's amazing because it gives you information without you having to continuously prick your fingers. It also tells you information that is really fun to, to know about. Like, for example, what is your blood sugar doing at night? And is that are low blood sugar events triggering your um, waking up and not being able to fall asleep again? That's a very common problem and cause for insomnia and not being able to stay asleep. And so there's a lot of information that can be gained from a continuous glucose monitor. Um, and you might say to yourself, well, why doesn't everyone just use that, right? So here's the pros and cons before the between the two, okay? So number one, financial. Um, this finger prick method, the traditional finger prick, met prick method is very affordable. It's about a $100 initial investment, um, and that initial investment can last you for months um, because that includes the, the sensors and the lancets and the, the device itself. The continuous glucose monitor is $89 plus tax for every two weeks. After two weeks, the monitor stops functioning, and you have to take it off and throw it out. So you can see that there is a price difference. Now, the thing is, this is important, I think, if you are diabetic and you're having to test your blood sugars all the time, so the cost would add up. However, if you're doing this for hormone balancing and you're using the continuous glucose monitor for a period, a very well-defined period of time where you're learning about your unique blood sugar responses to foods and how to adjust your food to get into that healthy hormone balancing range, then it's, you know, you may be um, investing, let's say, $300 um, to do that. And then that's it. You don't have to keep monitoring for life. You may want to buy another one in the future if you notice that your health is slipping and you want to reassess, but it's not a, something that you keep doing over and over again for life. So it's a short, um, limited time event. And for that reason, I do think it's important oftentimes to connect with the health professional, someone like myself or somebody else who understands the concept of health promotion through hormone balancing with blood sugar control. Um, so that you don't waste your time or investment, you have very concrete action plans based on the results that you get. So um, we have the financial piece. Now, the pros and cons of the continuous glucose monitor compared to the finger prick method is that the finger prick method is actually more accurate because you're actually testing the blood, whereas the continuous glucose monitor is testing the fluid in the tissues. And what happens is that you have the blood vessel with the blood inside of it, and then you have the tissue around the blood vessel. For example, the tissue in the back of the arm and the blood vessels are running in that tissue. But if I put a little um, needle into the um, tissue of the forearm, I'm not gonna get into the blood vessel, I'm gonna get into the tissue. And so the sugar does, um, um, filter from the blood into the tissue. That's actually one of the additional problems of having too much sugar in the blood. You get too much sugar in the tissues, and that's very damaging to the tissues. It causes accelerated aging. You age faster if you have too much sugar from your diet floating around in your blood. 
And um, so what I found is that my results with the continuous glucose monitor, the CGM, were one point higher than what I was getting with the finger prick. I myself compared the finger prick to the CGM and I had I was consistently getting one point higher, which was really good for me to know because one point higher makes a difference. It's a difference between being like, I've, I'm good, I've got good eating patterns versus I'm, you know, I'm very upset because my eating patterns are not good for my blood sugar balance. So it gave me peace of mind to to know and once you know the actual measurement with the finger prick you can either mentally adjust for the results of the cgm just always subtract a one or you can go into the app and um, you adjust the results of the app to be one point lower for every result so that is very important to know because you could buy a cgm and start measuring your blood sugar responses and start getting really freaked out by your blood sugar responses and actually you're within a good range or conversely, you're getting good, you know, quote unquote, good results, but actually you're too high because it can work either way. It can measure it too low or too high. So you really, uh, ideally, if you're going to do this, if you're going to do this really, really well, if you're going to do a CTM, you actually do buy a finger prick um, device and you test your finger, uh, you test your blood and you compare it to your CGM. That's the really like amazing, most ideal way to do it. So those are the big um, pros and cons between a CGM and a finger prick technique. I, I do love to do my programs with women, ideally in the a time when, you know, for me, it's winter time so that you do have the, the patches on the back of your forearm and you're usually wearing long sleeve shirts anyways. But it's really interesting. Sometimes I walk around and I, in the summertime and I see people with these patches on the back of their arm, it's becoming very normal. And in the health conscious world, in the people who are very health conscious and looking for ways to improve their health and longevity, this is a very, very common thing. So, um, you know, it's becoming more and co more common, which I think is a very good thing because an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, as we know. So if you can get your blood sugar balance in check now, it's going to not only help you with your current health concerns, because Poor blood sugar balance is a root cause of many women's health concerns. And it's particularly important in women compared to men. And this may explain why we get more Alzheimer's than men, because we have very sensitive hormonal tissues, as you know. Um, so we are especially at risk for having problems with food that dysregulates or imbalances our blood sugar and therefore our hormones. So the last thing we're going to talk about is can I get health insurance coverage for this equipment <laughs> or do I have to pay out of pocket? So I'm going to give you a few examples. I live in Canada and in Canada, you would only get these devices covered by insurance if you have a prescription by your, from your doctor. And in Canada, it's usually the family doctor or perhaps you're connected to an endocrinologist or someone like that um, and they would give you a prescription for it. And then you can submit that prescription to your health insurance provider and see if they would um, reimburse some of the costs for you. The thing is that usually it, the doctor will only give you a prescription if you have a uh, diagnosis of diabetes or if you have a concern for a previous history of prediabetes. And it really depends on your doctor how comfortable they are with giving you that prescription. So you may or may not get that prescription to get your health insurance coverage. 
And then some health insurance providers will only cover it for you if you have that diagnosis, prediabetes or diabetes. So people like myself, where I didn't have any, um, you know, I, I did my testing with my doctor. I didn't have any prediabetes or diabetes. So with the doctor, what you do is a blood test. You go into the laboratory. They take a sample of your blood and they test your blood. And what they usually do is they test your fasting blood sugar, which is the blood sugar that you have in your blood when you awaken. And the thing is for your fasting blood sugar to be abnormal, to be high on the spectrum of, pro- of like how, how long it has been since you have been having problems with your blood sugar, like you have been having problems with your blood sugar for months, if not years, by the time you have that abnormal value with your doctor. So it's a missed opportunity of months and years to work on your health if you're simply waiting for that blood test with your doctor to be uh, in the pre-diabetic or diabetic range. So if you're someone like me who's like, well, I've got some health concerns, like, you know, I can, I can tell that there were things that were popping up in my body that I was not happy with, like rashes, problem with my menstruation, problems with fertility, fibroids for some women, it's PCOS, for some women, it's hot flashes and night sweats, you know, signs that your body's just not doing well, like excessive hot, hot, hot flashes and night sweats, for example, insomnia, waking that you just can't lose. You know, there's that range of time when you're not diagnosed as pre-diabetic or diabetic. However, you do have that problem with blood sugar balance. So for me, it was completely worth it to invest my money and my time to do the blood sugar monitoring. Now, I did this on my own using my research skills to go into the research and really understand, like, why was I seeing some responses? Some things were confusing to me. What should I do? Because I saw this value. And through my certification in functional medicine, uh, through my training and my research and my own experiences, and then subsequently my experience with women in programs such as Body Wisdom, which I um, offer once a year um, starting at the end of January, um, I I really developed um, a deep understanding of how important this is and the things that we need to do to be able to continue to eat the foods that we love by eating them at the right time, preparing them in the right way, in food combinations that improve your blood sugar response. And then sometimes just frankly being, you know what, this this food just doesn't work for you. So we're just going to have to cut it out and keep it as a very occasional treat versus as a regular daily event. Thank you so much for joining me. If you join me live, if you're watching this replay, please feel free to save, share, and subscribe. Sharing is caring, and we need more people like you uh, learning the things that we need to learn so that we can look, feel, and be our best for life. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, or night. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe. And please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical profession. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. 
If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 